Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 11.0, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 99.1, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, I'm Kara in Moscow, along with Tom Keen and Michael McKee, and the opening bell is brought to you by SEI. Have evolving investor and regulatory demands affected your investment firm's operational readiness? Imagine transforming your business with SEI's global platform at SEIC.com slash imagine. Stocks are lower at the open. The S&P 500 down two-tenths percent or four points to 2079. Dow Jones Industrial Average down four-tenths percent or 63 points to 17,865. NASDAQ's down two Two tenths percent or eleven points to forty seven ninety eight. Ten year treasury up one thirty second, the yield one point seven five percent, yield on the two year point seven three percent. NYMEX crude oil down nine tenths percent or forty cents to forty four twenty six a barrel. COMEX gold up one percent or thirteen dollars ten cents at twelve seventy seven ninety an ounce. The euro a dollar fourteen eleven, the yen one oh eight point six four. Tom and Mike. It is as if from Richard Haas of the Council on Foreign Relations or for that matter, from Ambassador Hormatz. Robert Hormatz with us tomorrow from Kissinger Associates, serving both Democrats and Republicans. That is something familiar to, some would argue, the most interesting man in the Republican Party, which would be the 24th Secretary of Defense of the United States of America. And I believe he's darkened the door for Nebraska politics for a few years. We welcome Chuck Hagel. Senator, good morning. Well, thank you, and I have to say that's the most creative, inventive introduction I've ever had. Well, that's what we try. That's what we try to do, and we could literally talk to you, Senator, for six hours, or at least till Paul Ryan tells what he's going to do with Mr. Trump. You this morning, in support of Peter G. Peterson, who's a very good person. Good morning, uh, yes. Secretary Peterson. If you're listening, on something Haas and Hormats have always said, you got to get your fiscal house in order to get your foreign national security house in order. Discuss, why is that important right now? Well, they're uh, absolutely correct. And by the way, I would just add, uh, you mentioned uh, my state of Nebraska, which I was very proud to serve as its senator for 12 years. But Peter G. Peterson is a proud son of Nebraska. So we're very proud of what uh, Pete has done over the years, contributions he's made. And this is just another uh, manifestation, I think, this uh, uh, this conference today, but uh, as to your question, um, the strength of a nation um, uh, is directly proportional to its economic strength, and, and the economic strength of a nation really is the foundation uh, for the possibilities, the capabilities, the capacities a nation has, and if that is shaky or weak or uncertain, um that will play out in in dramatically dangerous, uncertain ways for for a country. Well, is our uh, is our country shaky or weak on either of those scales, uh, particularly on a comparative basis to the rest of the world? No, uh, I think uh, the United States of America uh, possesses the, the strongest, uh, not just. Uh, present-day economy for the reasons uh, we know, and I think the numbers bear that out. And I, I understand the, the large federal debt uh, and the other debts uh, that we have, states have, pension plans have in this country that hang over all of that. But uh, we are a nation of laws. We do have a, a constitution. Um, we are a nation that is capable of self-correction. 
uh, when we need to. We have 27 amendments to the Constitution. This is some evidence of that. Uh, we can adjust. We have the most flexible economy in the world. Uh, it's the largest. Uh, there are so many dimensions to what we have. It's creative. It's inventive. Uh, we uh, reward incentives, and we reward hard work and inventiveness. So it doesn't mean it will always be that way. And, and if we are irresponsible stewards, then um, we'll drive our uh, country, our economy, into a ditch. But I, I think uh, we're not on the precipice. Yes, we have a lot of problems, a lot of issues. Uh, the debt is of concern. But uh, overall, to answer your question, no, we're the strongest economy in the world. Well, I, I don't want to minimize the economic and fiscal angle here, and obviously um, uh, Mr. Peterson has done some terrific work of bringing all this to light, but you're the expert on defense. There was a fascinating article in, uh, speaking of Richard Haas, in the uh, Foreign Affairs magazine uh, the last month uh, about whether the Chinese, uh, everybody's focused on them, but whether the Chinese or anybody else will be able to overtake the U.S. military in the same way that uh, their economy will eventually overtake ours. And the argument was, no, that the United States just has the technology advantage, the creative advantage, that our military is so advanced that we, you know, barring uh, very poor leadership, that we, we are not being threatened by anyone in terms of our capabilities? Well, um, I think the premise of that statement um, is, is correct if we stay on the course that we're on. If we, if we continue mm-hmm. to invest in uh, our future, like you know, like company uh, or or any entity, you have to always uh, look ahead. It's it's about tomorrow. It's not about yesterday. And uh, the the technological advantage we is we have today, and I think we'll continue to be there if we're wise in how we uh, uh, we use our our advantages. Uh, uh, I think we'll continue to keep us ahead of everyone. Say that that China is. Uh, uh, it, it had a large gap to start with, mm-hmm. of course, just like its economy and jobs. But it it uh, it is covering a lot of ground very quickly, and the uh, the focus I think has to also always uh, be on how the world, uh, because of technology, but other things, but because mainly of technology, is changing uh, the threats, uh, whether they're nuclear or, or cyber. I think cyber, for example, represents one of the greatest threats to our country as there, as, as we have out there today. I mean, without firing a shot, as you all know, right. a ship, uh, you can paralyze a nation, you, you, their economy, their power grids, all the things that uh, we know. So, uh, I wouldn't minimize the strength of, uh, or the advances that uh, China is making because they'll continue mm-hmm. to make those advances. But I think the United States will and can, uh, stay ahead. Uh, right. Especially in this area. Senator, um, I, let me delicately, delicately get into the current politics. You've been acclaimed for wearing Halloween costumes dressed as Vice President <laughs> Biden, General Powell, and others. Can you wear a Donald Trump costume this Halloween? <laughs> now, there's a great way to phrase the question. <laughs> Well, I would probably then have to don a Captain America uh, uh, outfit to probably uh, make in any way a, mm-hmm. a decent replica of uh, Mr. Trump. Uh, well, I've always had fun doing that, and I surprised a lot of my colleagues. I think I've, I've been for seven Halloweens when I was in the Senate when we were in, but I'd, jump, I'd come over and see him or disrupt a hearing or something, have a little right. fun with it. But, but uh, 
uh, uh, Trump would be a, an interesting one to have to duplicate. Uh, 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 we'll see how all this turns right. out, but uh, there'll be some Trump masks out there already. Uh, if, if they're not already right. there already, they're already appearing. Uh, quickly, Senator, what is your advice for Speaker Ryan in his important meeting with Mr. Trump today, Thursday, rather? I think I think Speaker Ryan, because he is the right now the titular head of the Republican Party, um, he has to uh, be be very deft in how he handles this uh, situation because uh, he has a, an awesome responsibility, not just as Speaker of the House, but his legislative duties, but also with the Republican Party. The fact is, unless something dramatic happens, that Donald Trump's going to be the nominee for the Republican Party for president, and he will be at the top of the ticket. You've got uh, many vulnerable Republican senators up for re-election. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this this uh, top of the ticket always affects uh the rest of the ticket, right. uh, not the same way always, but but yep. it does. And so he, Ryan, has to play this okay. right. And I, I think Senator, we're going to have to leave it there. Chuck Hagel, thank you so much. All right, let's check in with uh, Michael Barr now. This hour of surveillance brought to you by Westchester Subaru. Visit westchestersubaru.com. Michael's got the headlines. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. The death toll from a car bombing in a Baghdad neighborhood has climbed to at least 63. Iraqi officials say the bomb ripped through a crowded outdoor market in Baghdad's eastern district of Sadr City today. The Islamic State is claiming responsibility. It's Memorial Day in Israel. A siren rang out today across the country to honor the more than 23,000 Israelis who have died in wars in Israel. Presumptive Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump says he has not ruled out New Jersey Governor Chris Christie as his running mate. Trump told the Associated Press he has shortened his VP list to about five or six names. Vice President Joe Biden says Donald Trump should be taken seriously, but the vitriol that is coming from the Republican side is not going to wear well over the next several months. Biden was asked who he thinks will be the next president today on ABC's Good Morning America. You bring up the next president. We're all anxious to see who Who she is. (laughs) Biden says he feels confident that Hillary Clinton will be in the White House come next January. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike, Tom. Michael, thanks so much. Harry just emails in. He suggests Michael McKee should go for Halloween as Donald Trump. I'm trying to imagine that. Uh, I would would scare the children and the horses. How's my Trump face this morning? Oh, <laughs> it's radio. No one can see it. There it is. Stay with us. Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Engine Block and Engine, named the best accounting firm in North America for the sixth year in a row by Hedgeweek.com.